0: Welcome to another episode of Let's Rewatch, the show where we like to get together, watch some movies that we all remember fondly from our past, and then talk about them and decide if those movies are actually any good. Welcome to the show. As always, I'm Nick. I'm Ash. I'm Brett.
1: I'm Sam.
0: And I'm Bryce. Nice. You guys sound fantastic. This week we're talking.
2: Thank you.
0: This week we're talking about Legend from 1985, directed by Ridley Scott. I have not seen this film. I think a few of you have.
1: think just me and Brett?
0: Yes, yes. We've seen it a few times. So, I've seen it once. So you're presenting the movie to the rest of us, and the pressure is on you for us to enjoy it
1: or not.
2: I better not be disappointed. You will I, be. Yeah, you will be. <laughs>
1: oh,
2: no. <laughs> no, no the, Tim Curry,
1: why? No, not at Tim Curry. Oh, okay. The rest of it. Oh, but no. I think Tim Curry can hold the movie, I think.
3: I don't he's
0: not like the star.
1: What? So uh, are I'm you shattered?
0: Are you bringing a movie to the table that you don't think we're even going to like? I'm
2: slightly. <laughs> <wrong>. <laughs> Ambrosia doesn't like it.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I I mean princesses, unicorns, and an evil villain was pretty much my thing as a kid, but I, I don't know if it's going to hold water.
2: Okay. Interesting.
0: Well, I, I was doing a little bit of research, which I'll, I'll come around to, but I think there's something that I found in my research, if true, would probably lead some of us to enjoy it. So we'll see. I just wanted to point out there is, again, a dog in the room, so the whining is ambrosia. That's, that's Whatever, the little Nick, little dog. You
2: know, you can blame it on the dog if you mm. want, but... <laughs>
0: So let's, let's talk about a little bit of information about this movie. Feel free to jump in as I go through. Of course, this is directed by the great Ridley Scott. Um, and you probably know a little bit about Ridley Scott. He, uh, he started in the early 60s as a set designer and production designer for the BBC and was a production designer on the original Doctor Who series.
2: What? I didn't know that.
0: Kind of ties him into some stuff that we love. Wow. Um, He decided he wanted to make money, so he worked in advertising (laughs) for many years, um, did some awesome commercials, and then uh, he started his film career uh, with a film called The Duelists, but his second feature film is the best film that was ever made, Alien. Um,
2: right next to Jurassic Park. And
0: then yes. right after that, he was like, hey, that was great. How about <laughs> we do a movie <laughs> with Tim Curry? <laughs> oh, no. Well, close. Right after that was Blade Runner, which I seem oh. to be the only person in the world who hates. But then it was... Bryce the, didn't
2: like it that much.
0: You didn't like Blade Runner? It was okay.
2: But we saw the... I have to say, though, we saw the shitty version with like the voiceover added. Which I think yeah, is Yeah, there's horrible. like four
0: or five different cuts. It's hard yeah. to tell. And
2: even yeah. I was like, if this was the f- the first version of the movie I saw, I would hate it, too. Yeah.
0: I can't tell you which version that I've seen. But, of course, he followed that up with the 1984 Apple commercial and then Legend. So he had a pretty big chunk of success until Legend.
2: Oh, wait wait, wait. Was that Apple commercial the one for the...
0: That was framed uh, around the 1984 story. It was through the thing in the screen. And
2: she's like running.
0: Yeah. And throws the hammer through the screen. The big brother thing. Yeah. So what's interesting is he actually made that. He made that commercial during this whole debacle of making the movie Legend. The movie Legend took three years to make. They shot it on the 007 soundstage at Pinewood Studios, which burned to the ground during production. (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, A good omen.
1: Tim Curry was too convincing as a Satan. He was too too hot. Yeah. Who
2: left the lights on? (laughs) Tim Curry's like, is it hot in here or is it me? Uh." Is it just me? (laughs) By the way, your studio's on fire. (laughs)
0: And guesting on the podcast today is Tim Kirk. <laughs>
2: Hello, Hello, Tim. <laughs> You're fabulous. Fabulous.
0: I know. <laughs> so it seems like this movie is, is really nestled among huge successes uh, for, for all the people involved. So Ridley Scott had these huge successes leading up to Legend, and then he kind of had a slump after that. But, of course, Tom Cruise is, is one of our leads in this film. Um, It was his seventh movie. He was still extremely young, but it was immediately after Risky Business and All the Right Moves, which were huge successes. And it was immediately followed by Top Gun, which was directed by Ridley Scott's brother, Tony. Yeah, so it's a good thing that, I mean, this was really his big break that got him that role in (laughs) Top Gun. (laughs) Exactly. Well, it seemed like it was kind of, I mean, from what, I haven't seen the movie yet, but from what I was reading, it wasn't very successful. It represented kind of a slump. But Mr. Cruz had some successes immediately before and after, and he's been doing pretty well in the past 30 years since.
3: Yeah, whatever happened to that guy? (laughs)
0: Um, And, of course, our other lead is Mia Sara, whose very next film was Ferris Bueller's Day Off, one of the best movies ever made. Now, you just saw Ferris Bueller. I did. Not for the first time. It
2: wasn't, no. But I hadn't seen it in a really long time, and I didn't remember much. Except for the parade scene, I okay. think was the most vivid thing I remembered, but it was pretty amazing. Was Wait, who is she? His his sister or his girlfriend? No, it'd be the girlfriend. In Ferris Bueller, yeah. 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 Okay. Sloane Peterson. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. You know what's really funny? Watch that movie and look at the fashion sense back then. Hilarious. You, well, you know what's funny is watch Friends season <laughs> yes. and look at the fashion sense. Look at the fashion sense. Early nineties.
0: We just had that.
2: It, it it's Horrible. so bad.
0: I think Ferris was meant to be a maverick fashion wise, though. Except there
2: was her. His girlfriend is wearing like these atrocious, like like they look like someone took two grocery bags and like wrapped them around her legs. They're so bad, (laughs) awful. They're like hammer shorts. Yeah, they're really bad.
0: Although there was the girl in the arcade at the pizza place who was dressed exactly like Ferris Bueller. Yes, who got who? Spit who turned in, out to be a
2: hot lesbian? Yeah, she was hot.
0: Who spit in Jeffrey Jones's face? Yep. Um, so yeah, th- those are our leads: Tom Cruise and Mia Sarah. Mia Sarah didn't do much until Time Cop in 1984, and then not much since. Um, and this is something I kind of enjoy. I love uh, uh, actors who don't use their real names, and both Mia Sarah and Tom Cruise are in that category.
2: You mean I'll- like most of them? I don't know. Some
0: do, some don't. But they actually use versions of their real names. So Tom Cruise is Thomas Cruise Mapother, and Mia Sara is Mia, Mia Sara Paciello, ah. if you are wondering. And then, of course, there's Mr. Tim Curry. Oh, yes. I think there's some opinions about Tim Curry oh, in this yes. room.
2: What? <laughs> Bryce, Bryce, avert your ears. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Now, of course, Tim Curry had a huge success directly after this movie in Clue, which is mm. one of the best movies. So there are a lot of huge really success. great movies circling around this movie.
2: I mean, we're talking huge success.
0: Well, maybe not,
3: not financially like inter- successful. Inter- international, no like mega blockbuster film yeah.
0: of a decade. I'm, I'm gauging it by movies that I think are some of the best <laughs> and Clue is absolutely one of the best.
2: And, and, well, I mean, we can't forget Muppet Treasure Island. I mean, come on, one of his best roles ever.
0: And the, the scariest <laughs> role in a horror movie in It I still as Pennywise the that. Crown. Oh my God, you've got I to
1: watch it. I have not seen it either. Or Muppet Treasure Island since <gasps> I was a kid. No, It Treasure could Island. be a
0: candidate for this very show if you guys haven't uh, seen it. Yeah, it was more of a, it was more of a, a
3: like a cameo. Like he was totally just playing himself in, in it. it. In It.
2: Oh, With man. a little
0: grease paint. <laughs> yeah. So here's the fascinating thing that I learned about Tim Curry today as I was doing a little bit of research. Tim Curry has 221 actor credits wow. in IMDb. Now, he does a lot of voiceover work, so that's spread to a lot of different things. And it, you you can compare that to Christopher Walken, who, as we all know, does every movie he's offered. He has 128 acting credits wow. and Kevin Bacon has 80. So Tim Curry is a works a lot Yeah, I've lot heard done. he says yes to everything and he does a lot of cartoon voice work which is kind of cool
2: that is cool Nigel Thornberry oh yeah, yeah I forgot that's so awesome
0: <laughs> smashing <laughs> and so the the real star that I think I'm most excited to see in this movie is Rob Botine, who I don't know that a lot of people recognize that name but I've been a fan of this guy for a while Um, and it kind of like
2: to go boating. No,
0: I really, I I thought he was poutine. (laughs) 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 I love poutine. (laughs) Oh yeah. This actually ties us in with our previous movie from last week. We saw American werewolf in London and we talked a lot about how much we enjoyed Rick Baker. So Rob Bottin was Rick Baker's apprentice, uh, worked with him on a new hope, the first star Wars movie. And Rob Bottin has done some amazing makeup effects work in a lot of movies. Um, he did some movies with John Carpenter. He did The Thing and The Fog, Inner Space, RoboCop, Total Recall, Mission Impossible, Seven, Fight Club. Oh. So this guy is total badass when it comes to makeup effects. But, you know, Rick Baker is the one that everybody remembers. But this guy, he rocked it for many, many years and, and still is. So I'm, I'm kind of excited to see what he's got. I, I think I saw a picture of Tim Curry with giant horns, maybe.
1: Yep. Oh, I snap. Okay. The yeah, they
0: usually have to, uh, you know, CG those out in his other films. <laughs> okay. When you see behind the scenes, they're just covered in green. <laughs>
2: yeah. Oh, God, we have to roto out Tim Curry's horns again. Are so, they getting bigger?
0: <laughs> the more evil he gets, he's got to scrape them against trees to get the velvet off of them every year.
2: That's why he has so many IMDb credits, because the more movies he does, the bigger his horns get. <laughs>
0: Is that what that, uh, that that movie with the Harry Potter kid is about? He did a movie called Horns.
2: Oh, what? Daniel Radcliffe? Yeah. I don't know. I haven't seen that yet. Is that I'm a interested. Tim
0: Curry biopic?
2: <laughs> yeah. Daniel Radcliffe played the <laughs> young Tim, Tim Curry. Curry. They really couldn't have cast that better.
0: Yeah. The uh, Rocky Horror scenes were really awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so an, an interesting bit of trivia that I read, and, and I can't, there's no like facts to back this up, but there was something that said that this movie was, or is considered to be the inspiration for the legend of Zelda. What? So I'm curious to see. There's totally that in there. I'd never thought of that. Do you think that Miyamoto just completely ripped off this movie? I wouldn't
3: say that, but there's definitely like the the like the storyline fo- definitely yeah, follows that. There's themes. There's definitely like a, you know, here, take this, you know. <laughs> so is this the closest we're going to get to a Legend of Zelda movie?
2: Until they uh, make it.
3: Yeah, I feel like we're only a few we- years away from like, we're oh, we're making. We're yeah. we're, we're running out of ideas exactly? again.
2: Wait, but when when did this movie come out?
3: 85.
2: 85 and The Legend of Zelda that's a quick uh, Wikipedia searching there. In February of 1986. Wow. Yeah. Miramodo.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, mm. it seems pretty plausible. Mm. Yeah. So that's that's what we're in for.
2: Especially the what, outfits,
0: too.
3: You, you wait for the outfits. Like it, you're going to be like,
2: that's fucking Link. Oh, really? But then what was his inspiration for Super Mario Brothers? What do you suppose he saw?
0: Well, it was King Kong. Of course. Right, because it was...
2: That's Donkey Kong.
0: Yeah, yeah, and was, where do you think Mario came from? That was from, yeah.
2: From Donkey Kong?
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh. Mario is the bad guy in Donkey Kong. FYI, and then I Donkey never Kong played
2: Jr. Donkey Kong.
0: <laughs> well, you're also, what, 14
2: years old? Oh, my God. No, no. I well, I played the original Super Mario Brothers anyway. No one cares. Off track. <laughs> I'm not 14. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, so that's that's what we're in for—a movie that took three years to shoot. Ridley Scott's second feature film, um, arguably his best. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's difficult to argue that when we all know that Alien is the best motion picture ever made. You know, you
2: yeah, know. that Citizen yeah, Kane has got nothing. Citizen
0: Kane that. is great, but yeah, you know what? Does not compare to Alien.
2: I thought Citizen Kane was fucking boring. I'm gonna say it. <laughs> I understand the reasons why why it's an important film in history. I get it. But it was boring. Let's be honest.
0: I think we need to bring that show to this podcast.
2: Oh, God. Bryce will not. He will not stay awake for that. He's already asleep.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so before we jump into the movie, Sam, since you're kind of bringing this to the table, what what are your expectations? Do Do you think you're going to love it? Do you think we're going to love it?
1: So... The movies that are like this that I have watched more recently, I have still enjoyed, but for their cheese factor. (laughs) And I think that's going to be the situation.
0: You know, everybody I talk to who tries to introduce somebody to Doctor Who
1: Mm -hmm.
0: always, always quantifies with like, you've got to deal with the cheese. I'm pretty sure
2: that was Sam's exact words to me when she told me to watch Doctor Who. And I
0: think my exact (laughs) words were, don't think of it as cheese. Think of it as whimsy. Mm-hmm. Whimsy is a beautiful thing. Will we enjoy the
2: whimsy in this movie?
1: No, this is straight up cheese.
2: Okay, <laughs> there is a difference between whimsy and cheese.
1: Yeah, this it, there's no whimsy, timely, wibbly stuff. It's just cheese.
3: It's a smooth like, cheese, like though.
1: Velveeta. Yeah,
3: yeah. No, it melts easily. It goes with everything. <laughs> yeah. This is this is the cheese that you will enjoy. If
2: Tim Curry were a cheese, this would be it. This is
3: yeah. this is definitely it. Yeah, it's bright red like crazily what sort of velveta are
1: you eating red yeah this is spun out of control
0: (laughs) fiery cheese from hell is what it is if there were a recipe to go with this movie it would feature some sort of curry cheese absolutely yes this is a cheesy
3: cheesy curry mess that you that'll burn a little bit but man
0: you'll you're gonna like it (laughs)
2: <laughs> Until tomorrow,
0: and and is that your uh, your prognostication, Brett? Is that how you feel things are going to go? I think, yeah, I think everyone's going to enjoy this movie. What, what do you think, Ash? What do you think?
2: I know nothing about it except for the fact that when we were first talking about doing this podcast, we were surfing Netflix for ridiculous movies, and Legend came up, and I was like, "There's a Tim Curry movie I didn't know about," so I'm excited. I'm very excited. That's all I know. All I know is Tim Curry's in it, and I am on board.
0: Now, I, I for one, of course, I've never seen this, and I have very blurry memories of Willow, which, in Aww. my mind, these two movies are kind of the same thing, same time period, same subject matter. I don't feel like I enjoyed Willow, so I'm not really, really optimistic about this movie.
1: I want to no. watch
2: it again. I liked well, Willow. Maybe, Willow. Maybe
0: we'll revisit it. And Lady Hawk.
2: Oh, God, Lady Hawk. We have to watch Lady Hawk. Oh, my God, that soundtrack is amazing. <laughs> so
3: good. I feel like there's a point in this movie where, like, the plot just ducks out. And, like.
1: <laughs> yeah, actually, that's a good point because I really don't remember much of the movie after a certain point. Yeah, and then uh, I remember the end. I don't like, remember the
2: end.
0: And then you're like, wait, how did we get here? Did the but, movie yeah. <laughs> duck out or did you fall asleep?
2: No, I was awake.
3: Mm. So you think?
2: Sign number one that something was just mediocre is that you don't remember it whether <laughs> it's food oh, yeah. or movies if, if
0: there's a movie that i don't like i don't remember it i can't yeah. tell you anything about movies that i don't like six months after i've but seen see,
2: them. if there's a movie that i patient like i can tell you a lot hate, about prometheus yeah i can i mean the <laughs> sequel
0: to it. the greatest movie ever made <laughs> it was really bad
2: i liked it
0: so i'm i'm a little pessimistic on the outcome of this movie Bryce, what do you think you're going to feel about this movie?
3: Uh, I'm excited to see Will Smith uh, fighting the vampires. I think that's, uh, that's going to be really cool.
0: <laughs> and, of course, join us after the movie. Pause the podcast and join us after the movie to hear what we all thought about it. Join us. Tim Curry forever.
3: <laughs> da Da-da, da 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 da
0: da da da-da-da-da. da da da-da-da-da. da 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 da-da-da-da. da 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 da
1: Curry.
0: <laughs> well, I guess it was bound to happen at some point, and I'm surprised it happened so quickly. But at some point, we're bound to come across a movie that was just plain terrible.
2: Okay, thanks for listening. <laughs> Talk to you later.
0: <laughs> and good night.
2: And podcast is over.
0: <laughs> so if you're joining us uh, after uh, watching Legend. Um, You have our apologies (laughs) if if you survived. You know, there's something about the uh, the ultimate evil in the universe speaking in rhymes that I've never been able to get on board with. It's the same problem I have with with like hardcore rap. Like they're going to shoot you, but they're also going to rhyme. And so you've got these evil, sweaty goblins that represent the most evil thing in the world. And they speak in rhymes.
2: Was that rhyming? Was that what was happening?
0: The, not not the, the whole thing,
2: but oh. there
3: were. Yeah, there was, there was. that first goblin blix, the goblin who was like, "Fire, go higher!" And like, oh yeah, dark as pitch,
1: dark as any witch. <laughs> yeah, it was. Wow. Yeah, you have a really good memory. Yeah. I can't remember a single line from that movie. It it's just
2: like you English. Yeah, it's just like you said, Sam. It's very unforgettable. <laughs> Or wait, it's very forgettable. Wait a minute.
0: It's unforgettably forgettable. There you go. Let's talk in three days. Let's see how much of this you remember. Because I don't remember things that happen from one moment to the next in this movie. And and frankly, it's the same problem I have with Blade Runner. (laughs) Things are so slow and they happen and I don't know why I can't piece things together.
2: Well, I disagree with you on Blade Runner. However, I completely agree with you in this movie because... (laughs) It was just so fucking drawn out, and I think they could have seriously cut this thing down to be, like, 20 to 30 minutes. It did not—everything was so drawn out.
3: Yeah, it could have just been, like, you know, the devil, just like, oh, I'm going to go grab the newspaper, and, like, trips into the sunlight, and that would have been a better movie.
2: (laughs) With his fucking space window. <laughs> the light out to space. Why
3: was there a space window? I mean he obviously had a part that was like always nighttime because yeah. there were no curtains on that window.
2: No. <laughs> and and yet we, we cut to the outside of the tower and the sun is coming up.
0: But yeah. it seems weird to have a, a wormhole in your like dining room and not address it. <laughs> Sam, you you brought this uh monstrosity to us.
2: I'm so what? sorry. There was so much glitter. (laughs) To be fair, we watched the director's cut, though I'm not sure how much different. Do you
1: really think any other cut is going to be better? No. (laughs) Let's be honest here. (laughs) Tim Curry was great. And creepy. And creepy. And really rapey.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, let's let's talk about the the 15-year-old female star and the 40-year-old demon (laughs) that was trying to bone down.
1: And the dress that was, like, really revealing.
0: Oh, yeah. It it went all the way, like, just above where you would start to see a little
1: something-something.
0: Yeah. Wait, whose dress?
3: Oh. (laughs)
1: Hello? Were you watching the movie? (laughs)
3: Well, okay, because there's two dresses, and one of them was too revealing, and one of them was, like, three dresses. (laughs)
1: That's true. Yeah, we're not talking about the one that was... Hovering too much <laughs>
2: <laughs> We're not talking about The one that looked like She fell into a curtain You know
0: if If Tom Cruise and me and Sarah Got together They could make One complete outfit
2: <laughs> Yeah he, Why was he pantsless This whole movie I don't no know No pants
1: Ever it, it wasn't even like Tights it No It was just legit Bare
2: legs Yes yeah.
3: Yeah, it was it was pretty much, and there was like lots of crouching. He
2: had like forest diaper on, or whatever that was. I don't know what it was, but
3: well, I mean, he was awesome. so low to the ground most he didn't of the time. Need it. Yeah, like he needed the extra padding because I'm sure there were some times where there was some scraping going on, <laughs> and
0: I mean, you really don't want. Yeah, that. Yeah, he's he's for sure got poison oak on the old balls. <laughs> oh, <God.
2: laughs> Just you know, like Tim Curry's chin. What one,
0: And this is not the story you think it is. One time I got poison oak. <laughs> <laughs> and so I look at the instructions on the packaging and it says uh, safe to apply on face and genitals. Wh- which I thought, well, thank God there's a contingency plan for that. But I just can't understand how that would have happened.
1: Uh, but you're now. Camping. Yeah, but I'm not
0: rubbing my face and genitals on the shrubbery, but I can see in this movie how it could <laughs> happen. If,
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's shit flying through the air all the time, whether it's bubbles or fucking feathers. You never know. Or glitter. <laughs> or glitter. The glitter budget. The glitter budget. Oh, so much glitter. So
1: much you should glitter. find their PA and ask them how much they spent on glitter.
2: Do you think that the people? during this movie just inhaled so much glitter that they got yeah, a different version of the black oh. lung. It was the glitter lung <laughs> of a disco inside.
3: <laughs> so I think I said before that, that at some point the plot drops out and then comes back
2: at some point.
3: Yeah. At the, that <laughs> I think point at the beginning was at the very beginning <laughs> yeah. and it didn't really ever come back until like minutes before the end, uh, so yeah, that was terrible. I, I apologize. Uh, <laughs> uh, no one should have to watch that. I, I always enjoy Tim Curry and <laughs> in his ridiculous creepiness, uh, but he, I don't. I don't think even he was enough to hold this movie up.
2: You know the problem? There just wasn't enough Tim Curry in this movie. There needed to be more. Really, Seriously. a lot more. Yeah.
3: Ugh. And they repeated the exposition at the end, so like types. that they did at the beginning.
2: You know what's interesting too We've talked about this before Nick But the whole idea of If they tell us the plan in the movie It's not going to work Right. But if we don't hear the plan It is going to work This time they told us the plan and it did work And that was did kind they of tell it us The plan. Oh I guess they didn't Kinda. But it was so see through I knew what the yeah. fuck they were doing
3: they were like, how can we defeat the devil? And then, like, Tom Cruise looks all spacey, and he's like, oh, yeah, I remember that time there was that thing reflecting in my face. I've
0: got it! <laughs> yeah, I I don't think they told us the plan, but I think you would have to be pretty clueless to not see what was up. Yes! Yeah. For for me, I didn't like the movie, but I want to talk about what's good about the movie. Um, and, and as you mentioned, the the set design is pretty fantastic, which makes sense from a director who came up as a set designer.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. The character designs are pretty cool. In terms of a design, Tim Curry's <coughs> devil design is pretty mm-hmm. great.
2: Yeah.
0: And this is what we were talking about before. Rob Botine, the, the uh, makeup effects designer, I think he did a pretty rocking job. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, what were
3: those fake abs or was Tim Curry just super ripped? <laughs>
2: Fucking ripped. Well, the horns were real, so...
3: Yeah, I mean, that's During all that, natural curry
2: Everything to follow him. But I mean, <laughs> that's him without makeup Brett <laughs> Well,
3: that's what I'm saying is like the horns, yeah, but like abs like that are hard to come by.
2: Yeah.
0: I, I enjoyed uh, Robert Picardo, the doctor from Star Trek Voyager, <laughs> as Meg the swamp monster. Mm-hmm. I clearly, what a
2: generic name for a swamp <laughs> Meg. monster. <laughs> Meg.
0: And clearly, they had to do a, a long, hard search to find the perfect actor to embody that character
2: you think the the creator of family guy saw this and was like meg perfect, <laughs>
0: perfect. <laughs> yeah that's all tom cruise had to say shut up meg yeah
2: exactly
0: <laughs> it, it all would have been over but yeah the, the pretty fantastic uh, makeup effects on on old meg
2: i thought the kid the little the little kid was pretty fantastic even though it clearly sounded like they dubbed over his voice which it was weird. Well, uh, oh, of course. Frankie Muniz look like Yeah, it? the Frankie Muniz look like. Yeah, that was
0: absolutely 100% overdubbed.
2: Well, yeah, I just but it's just weird. Until
0: he got angry and then it was regular child voice Yeah when he's angry. Uh, but let, he, he only had
3: like two lines that sounded like they weren't overdubbed.
0: Right, when he got really angry. Yeah. But but let's address the fact that uh this guy was a forest elf named Gump. Mhm. <laughs> He he was literally Forrest Gump. Gump of the forest. (laughs) He was a Forrest Gump. (laughs) Like, if you're in in the woods in twilight and there's fairy dust floating about, you'll probably run into a Forrest Gump.
2: Too bad they never told him to run.
0: (laughs) Sergeant Dan!
2: Run, Sergeant Dan! Dan. Lieutenant Dan? Oh, what? I was close.
0: Gave Lieutenant Dan a demotion.
2: (laughs) Wow. He deserved it. And I. I think I normally like fantasy movies like this. I I always have high hopes for them cuz I love Labyrinth, so I was like, "Oh, a Labyrinth-like movie with Tim Curry, perfect." But yeah, this was pretty terrible. It's interesting. I think I
0: don't like fantasy movies. Really? I love Neverending Story and that's it. I think I You liked
2: Labyrinth? Labyrinth was all right. Oh shut the fuck up! You so loved it. You were like, I can't believe I've never seen this movie before when I showed it to well, it was you. Well, it's surprising that I hadn't seen it, but it's good. Um, I... I, yeah, there was. I have to say, there was a lot of really bad dialogue, and I don't blame the actors, especially since I've seen a lot of them in other stuff. Like I don't, th- yeah. I don't think that it's that Tom Cruise or. What was her name? Mia Mia Sarah. Mia Sarah. I don't think that they're bad actors. I just saw her in Ferris Bueller's Day Off just a couple days ago. But I just think the dialogue... Like, whoever wrote this movie sucks. Like, it is just bad. Really bad. Bad dialogue. Like, total... Everything is over explained, it's like Brett said. Like
3: Tween age fan fiction.
2: Yeah, it's like over explained, and there's not a lot of plot, and like like the scene with the unicorn where he's like tell us what happened don't leave us hanging and Tom Cruise knows what happened and us as an audience knows what happened why do we need to hear him say it again we don't also they could see the fucking dead unicorn's corpse yeah like come on we don't need that
3: well, even before that there was the oh yeah know, hey I'm gonna go touch the unicorn he's like no no don't do it and she's like no no I'm gonna go he's like bitch don't go and like <laughs> she like walks off he, just, that. he bails and then yeah. he, like, Later on she comes up he, she's like I touched the unicorn it was awesome and he's like That was a fucking sacred animal <laughs> You're going to hell for that and <laughs>
0: and She's really, just like I didn't know like he could have told her yeah. There really was a moment in her eyes Where she was like okay I'm not going to do it but wait This is what propels the plot forward And so she turned around and did it Like she did it purely to make the movie Happen <laughs>
2: I just yeah. I, just, I love you, Jack, but fuck you. Bye. I'm going to go pet that unicorn now. And you
0: know what she is? She's and, and we've all we've all met her. That that bitch who walks around thinking everybody wants to hear her sing. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's like we we don't. Stop.
2: We don't unicorns w- and magicness. Yeah. Too much <laughs> glitter on my face. Like just shut up. Nobody <laughs> cares. Dear god, shut up.
3: And instead of, like, the fall in love and kiss scene at the end, it was fall in love and sing a whole song inches from your face scene.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, Did God. you say she sang a song from her face? Inches from
2: his, his face. face.
0: Like, nose to nose. Well, that's she just what they sang into his do, face. I, I definitely feel like Peter Jackson owes somebody some money here. There, everything in this movie was, was repurposed in the Lord of the Rings movies and, and The Hobbit, right? There's the one ring <laughs> oh. that... Propels the story. And well, whole
1: uh, whole well, Lord of the Rings was, was already written yeah. at this point, and the animated Lord of the Rings, I'm pretty sure, okay. had already
2: come out. Yeah. Okay. Well. So,
0: what about the the sweaty goblins? And there's the scene where the dwarves are throwing plates around the room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, where have I seen this?
2: <laughs> or can we talk about the fact that you were 100 percent accurate in your assessment that this was very Link Link esh. Yeah. for sure.
0: Legend of Zelda. Legend
2: of Zelda with the fairy, the bitchy fairy. Hey. hey, listen.
0: Yeah, I really did assume he would find supplies by breaking potted plants.
2: Which also quickly turned into a awkward porno moment with just kiss me. I can be anything you want.
3: <laughs> can we talk about how like out of place, just straight up horrifying the the kitchen was?
2: That was pretty scary. Like, I didn't realize that was a kitchen until they like cut that dude out of a pie.
0: Yeah, I wasn't getting that either. It was just straight-up torture chamber. And they're just flogging a dude who's tied to a table over oh, and over.
2: Now I get it. They were tenderizing him. <laughs> oh, my God.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, if that, if that monster thing was a chef, he was a terrible chef, because all he did was stick an apple in the guy's mouth and then put him in a pie and walked away.
2: How did that guy could he not break through the pie crust on top of him? Because he like clearly needed them to cut him out of the pie crust. They
3: cut him out with like a big ass sword though. Like maybe it
0: was a really tough crust. <laughs> and, and hence terrible chef. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if you're cooking for the devil, I don't think you need to be very good.
3: He, his teeth were pretty pointy. I think he so could handle
0: it. Why bother with the pie to begin with?
1: Showmanship.
2: <laughs> Maybe he took a pride in his kitchen. His crappy diner. The kitchen. only thing
0: that was clean were the reflector plates. So it's like your your mystery ingredient is elf.
2: It's like all, it's like legend the chopped edition. Today you have an elf, a pie crust and an apple. What will you make? Go. You have twenty minutes.
0: Uh, uh, it'll be an apple elf pie. <laughs> <laughs> Done.
2: Enjoy. <laughs> You're good. Why were there fucking whale noises? Were there <laughs> land whales? What was <laughs> that? Was the most disturbing. Well, part. You, you think about
0: Jurassic Park and how all of the noises of the dinosaurs were these complexly edited mixtures of different animals and dogs and tigers and stuff, and somebody had the same seed of brilliance. In this movie, that just didn't pay off with a f- follow-through of brilliance.
2: Because nobody thinks horses sound like whales.
0: <laughs> but they were they were going. They were bold. They
3: gave it a try. It was a seed of brilliance, and they forgot to water exactly.
2: it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and there was shit in the air the entire time. There must have been birds exploding, as yes, Brett said.
3: Seriously, like so many birds were
0: killed for this film. <laughs> There's a, there's a phenomenon if you ever see a movie like, I don't know, Amazing Spider-Man, if you see it on television or on cable or, or whatever, it's weird because you see just stuff floating around in the air. But when you see it in the theater in 3D, that's the point. They've got all this stuff floating in the air to make the 3D more impressive. So mm-hmm. you'll notice that any modern movie that is in 3D just shits floating around in the air like that. For this in 1986, there's absolutely no reason for that stuff to be floating in the air.
1: Did you know the technical term for that is crap in the air? Is it really? No joke. Well, Crap in the air. Is that
0: for 3D shooting or is that in general?
1: I think in general, but I totally had a research project where I had to look through movies and look for crap in the air. Wow. <laughs> Did you pull up this movie? Because there was plenty. I didn't, but apparently I should have. There were
2: bubbles and feathers and glitter.
1: Yeah, it really fake
2: styrofoam snow.
0: Should have been in 3D, but
2: yeah. Should it have been? Would that have made that any I've, better? No.
3: <laughs> Somebody's job just to convert the dust into 3D. Oh, gosh.
0: <laughs> it is fascinating how a director can have such a, a split list of movies. Don't you mean legendary? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Wait for it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So that's it for this episode. As always, we'd be really interested to hear what you guys have to think. Do you think it was any good? You can always drop us a line on Twitter.
2: Yeah, you can tweet at us at Let's Rewatch on Twitter. And also, if you have any movie suggestions, send them our way. We'd love to hear what you guys think we should watch. And also, just so you guys know, Let's Rewatch is part of the Laugh Stash TV network. That is our YouTube channel where we do all sorts of fun nerdy videos we do video game parodies we do a drink review show called let's drink where brett and i get shamefully drunk on camera and all sorts of fun nerdy stuff so do check us out on there and you can also follow laugh Stash tv on twitter at laugh Stash tv
0: all right all right so bryce what did you think of legend not good
3: <laughs> okay next time on let's rewatch Jaws the Revenge.
1: Really?